0: Uh, this morning we are blessed to have in our midst one great man of God. He's an area head from Liberia. Yes, he's a man with dearly love and he's here this morning to bless our heart. So you have to take your notes, your path to write in as you receive these blessings open up your heart your spirit to receive without wasting much time i invite to the podium our pastor joseph here from liberia <laughs> hallelujah orija <laughs> orija do this morning for your faithfulness, your love, your protections, your grace, because you are so good. That's what kept us alive. Thank you this morning, Lord, for giving us life that others struggle for. Forget getting on strength. We give you praise. We give you thanks. In Jesus name, amen. I am grateful to the Almighty God. Today it is my second to the last day in Ghana. I'll be going by Greece on Tuesday to Liberia. But my time spent here was a very good one. And I want to say to the dansuman man area head. I know? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I also want to say. To our dear Father. You see, when I was coming to Ghana, I said to God, "I don't need anything from Ghana, but I want your favor to follow me wherever I go." And for the few that I spent here, God favor overshadow me and I gave him praise for that. I want to say thanks to Papa because the every day he saw me he took interest. he's a good man. you have a good father. oh Pierre you have a big good father oh. very good point and I want to say Papa, you are mommy. I will speak my Liberian English to say, thank you. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. Hallelujah. I also want to be grateful to God for my dear brother. He's a friend, but he's my brother. We are not from the same mother, not the same father. But we are brothers. That's how God brought us together. Today, a shanty man can be a, a, a brother to a to man. 14 men can be a friend or brother to me as a Liberian man. That's why God, inside him, there's a difference. So, Pastor Johnny is my brother in Ghana. He was the one who invited me here to come. And by the grace of God, I came. And actually, I want to say here, may the Lord bless him. And to you that are here today, may the Lord bless you. I am privileged to stand on this pulpit because I found myself to be a divinely connected. Because when Papa saw me, he said, you will come here to preach. And Pierre, Pierre dear. there. You have to, you have to study. <laughs> so I prayed to God and I said, God, what do I speak to your people? What do you have to give them? So over the days and nights, I've been praying. And every word that comes to you as a pastor, there should be a confirmation. And here when our dear brother was leading it, the praise, and the worship. Actually, my team was in within all the worship. And the song he sang, that was a song I decided to sing while coming on pulpit. And that is, even death could not hold him captive. And today it is my team. Even death could not hold him captive. For oh, now, oh, for the, oh, morning, I want to just speak briefly by the grace of God, how the Holy Spirit will lead me. And the portion of it, I would like for us to worship God. If you are a Christian and you don't know how to worship, ask yourself, what's wrong with me? Matthew chapter 28. Beginning from verse 1 to verse Six after the Sabbath, that is the NRV I'm reading from at dawn on the first day of the week. Mary Magdalene, the one with the seven demons that Jesus took away, and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent Earthquake! For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning. His clothes were as white as snow. The guys so afraid of him that they, were, that they all shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, do not be afraid. For I know that you are looking for Jesus as crucified. He's not here. He's risen. Just as he has said, Come and see the place where he was laid. Amen. Death could not hold him captive. Even death. Even death. Even death could not hold him captive. By the time we finish, by the grace of God, whatever holds your It must disappear because of Jesus. The angel of the Lord came from heaven. The Bible says in this passage that God on the night Jesus was preparing to come out from the grave. God himself sent an angel And when the angel came down the word of God says at the time of his coming the power that escorted him, that power touched the ground and it shook the foundation of where Jesus was laid. And that foundation shook until earthquake took place. And here Brothers and sisters, the power of God, when it touches the earth, the earth got to vanish. That is it. So, the man who wrote this book, Mighty, according to theologians, is between 80 AD to 90. Well, all books said that from the 70s. All those who wrote started from the 70s. Matthew was a man who was a tax collector. Well, he was a follower of Jesus. He was a disciple of Jesus. But this is the revelation that was given to him. That on the day Jesus was coming out, out of the grave, something marvelous happened. Something great happened. Some power took place. And that power is the one that carry you, carry you, and carry me every day. I didn't hear your amen. It was not just earthquake. It was violent, violent earthquake. An earthquake that is, an earthquake, I don't know how to describe it. I haven't seen it before. But when something is violent, it has no control. When some- is violent, there's no one that can stop it. When something is violent, you, you can't just stop it. And especially something that, from heaven. Something that is from heaven, you can't just stop it. So the Bible says the violent earthquake. What happened? He went to the, tr- tr- the tomb. And the Bible say he rolled. He rolled back the stone. Not only roll, What the Bible say, he sat on it. Power see power. Power must give out. I didn't hear your amen. And listen, this man, I describe him, Bible didn't say it, but I described him to be Michael. Because he's the man that is without nonsense. He doesn't take any, When, when trouble was in heaven, God said, Michael, tell the devil to get down. And Michael just went around him. And he came down. So I believed on that day, he was the one that came with violence. And he pushed and pushed. Bible say, and he sat on it. Every problem in your life, may God send an angel for your life. And when the angel comes, my, 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 my brother, when the angel comes, you see, one of the things is that God, when he's an the angel, there's an assignment for that angel. The Bible describes his appearance was so bright, so shining, beyond human understanding. This guy was so powerful. He came with power. Why? Because the master of all masters was inside there. The king of all kings is inside there. The lord of all lords is inside there. And he must have an escort from heaven. Heavenly escort. And he came. The Bible says he rode a stone back. And I believe while he was sitting on it, I wasn't there. But the master came out with power. Walking with glory. Coming out of the, tr- the, the grave. And he was moving and I believe when he saw that this angel is back here, he said, I'm out. May you come out in the name of Jesus. May you come out in the name of Jesus. According to the passage, we understood that truly Jesus was killed. It was true. He died. It was not just because he's Lord so he didn't die. He died. Clearly dead. It's true. He was buried. And listen to a few things I want for you to pick up. He died on a cross. He was buried. And not only buried. The tomb was sealed With a stone, and then not only that, those who hate him, those who are actually angry with him, having to have an authority, they say we need a guide to the tomb. This man is is a blasphemer. He said he was come out on the third day. So the king said, "You can go ahead." and they brought guys to the tomb. So he died, buried, stone was laid to the grave, and then guys were there. Looking at the tomb for days, day one pass, two passed, and on the third day, this time around, death could not hold him. This time around, guys could not hold him. This time around, the tomb The stone that is there could not hold him. It it must be something else. It has to be something else that will pick him out, that will take him out of the grave. And that was the power of God. Hallelujah. Death could not hold him captive. Point number two that I want to just stress out is that death rejected him. Because death know that My master, I hold him for this day, very few days. I don't have power to hold him back again. So, death gave up, rejected him. In life, if you are a child of God, when Jesus is in you, your life transforms from one level to another level. That makes the difference in your family, in the community. Why? Because he shines inside everyone that he enters. Amen. So for us, death rejected him. grave rejected him. And this time around, he came out with power. I didn't hear your amen. The master was carried on the cross by evil men. He had the battle to complete. The battle of redemption. That's why he had in his mind, in his heart to complete. So all of his life, he was about how he would go about it. The last prayer he prays, he said to God, As I see this cross, let it pass over me. But not my will. Let your will be done. Brothers and sisters. Our brothers, when he was leading the worship, he talked about sacrifice. When you see the way Jesus died, how he died, and how he was buried, you understand that complete sacrifice was done. And that is the point that you must be careful of in your life as you live, in your life as you walk about. Understand that you must live your life in Christ out of the days of your life. Because he sacrificed for you. And that sacrifice it takes your entire life. It takes over everything that you have. So don't overlook it. We should people who will be conscious about everything that we do every day. Because someone precious, someone great, someone big, someone who is the Lord of laws. Die for you and myself. So his death was not just a small thing; his death was something great. That is the reason why everyone of us Pentecost on the first day of first Sunday we always come to watch God through the death to remember His death. But one of the great things I love about his death is that he never stays in the grace. He came out. He was out. And so whoever follows him, pure, clear, righteous, you will never remain where you are. Hallelujah. Even in the grave. He is the Lord. For death could not hold him captive, even in the grave. He is the Lord. Let me quickly wrong. Port. And talents. They knew Jesus. They knew the power. They follow him. They live for him. As I said, Jesus came out, and he went to Galilee. He met the, 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 the disciples, talked with them, appeared to them. But this time around, his body was a glorified one. Now, after his departure, he told his disciples in the same chapter, Matthew 28, he said, I'm going to heaven. I said, go go into the word, preach the gospel, speak to every nation. And listen to me, all of us here, from different backgrounds, we came from so many places and we are all here just for this one Jesus. The reason is that because he redeemed you and redeemed me. That's why we have come together. The best thing we need to do is to worship him. So Paul and Silas knew that this man is a great man. He must be worshiped. Because coming out of the grave proved that he is the Lord of Loss and the King of Kings. Coming out of the grave proved that he has Power over death and power over hatred. Coming out of the grave, make him the king of kings. Make him to sit on the right hand side of God. This is the man we are following. So I want for you to picture because we are about to worship. I want for you to picture in your eyes, in your heart that Jesus is extra. Jesus is great. Jesus is never just someone that you worship. He's the Lord. He's the Lord. He's the Lord. So Paul and Silas, because of speaking the word of God, they were caught. Put in prison, according to Acts chapter 16, from 16 downwards to 30. The Bible says that these two guys were preaching Jesus, talking about Jesus, how he came out, what happened. This power he carried. And Paul was demonstrating this power. In that passage, there was a slave girl who knew the spirit that was important and Silas. She started saying, these people are talking about Jesus. These people are carrying the message of God, the true God. And Paul turned around and said, "Devil, get out!" Because of this, Paul fell in trouble. Let me tell you something. If because of Jesus, whatever happens to your life, give glory to God. I said, "Give glory to God." So because of this, they dragged the Bible said they dragged Paul and Sallet into jail, put them in an the inner cell. A cell that is within. It's not out, within. But these guys were in that cell and they said, No, we have a king who is forever living. We have a king who came out of the grave. We must worship him. We must praise him. And they started singing. <speaking in the grave> <speaking in the middle> so when they started singing the same earthquake that took place in the grave. The Bible says earthquake took place while Paul and Silas were singing, the Bible said the foundation shook. The foundation shook. Door flee, open. Chains begin broken. And the people that was in, in the cell, the Bible says, while they were in the cell listening to Paul and Silas, because of just listening, their chains also caught. Every chain that is on your life, may it be broken this morning. Every chain on your life, may it be broken in the name of Jesus. Chain of poverty. Listen, maybe you are in your family. You are the only person everybody depending on. Because of Jesus, you are a different person. At your job side, people hate you because of who you are and what you can do. The knowledge God gave you, the blessing God gave you, people envy you. But let me just tell you something. Don't mind them. Know that you are having with you Jesus Christ. Know that you have the Lord of Laws. Know that you have the King of Kings with you. So whatever it is, He will deliver you out of it. In the name of Jesus. This morning, if you know this Jesus, and you understand He is the Lord of Lords, you need to worship Him. After that, Paul and Salad, the jailer took He pulled out his sword. Bible says he was about to stab himself. Paul said, No, we are all here. We are all here. Don't do that. Even though the earthquake shook this foundation, even though the door flew open, even though our chains are broken, but we are staying here. Tell somebody, I'm staying here. No, 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 no. I want for you to say with your whole heart say, I'm staying around. Listen to me. Problem will come, but tell that problem I'm staying around. If trouble come on your life, tell that problem, I'm around. Because of Jesus, I'm sitting around. Hallelujah. Listen, those things that are stepping in your life, tear it and say, I'm sitting around. Hallelujah. Those chains that bound you, tear that chain, I'm around. It must be broken because of earthquake. It must be broken because of God is in your, in your life. I'm sitting around. Yesterday I was preaching Pukwasi, this way. And I told the people, death will come. A true Christian will not be afraid of death. They will even say, God, I want to go home. A true Christian will never be afraid of death. There was a body yesterday. Listen to me, before I close, few points I give you. Understand those things. But I want to close with this. When you have Jesus in you, there is nothing that can disturb your life. Even though those things will come. Who, listen, this this man Jesus, he was Jesus, he was God, but yet they kill him on the cross. This death. The, the man was naked, though. He was completely what? Naked. God, naked. Because of your sin. Because of my sin. But he didn't mind. He took it. As a pride for him. He died. And the Bible says he came out. You will come out of it. I said you will come out of it. So my brother, my sister, I was telling those people, I said death is something that you cannot avoid. It will come in your life. I will die, you will die. But one thing about death is that you don't know where you will die. Where, where? You don't know. You don't know how you will die. You don't know how you will die. You don't know the time you will die. You don't know where they will bury you. Some people came from Kumasi and in Accra, still here in Accra, they die here, they bury here, they were buried here. Some people came from Krobo, far. Eh? Some people came from Afrahu. They came to Accra. They live here. They die here. Let me tell you something. As a good Christian, all of the time, two things you should remember. My Lord died for me. He rose again and he's coming back. That is one. Two, you should be conscious of everyday life that I must live my life for Jesus. Live this life. Jesus. As you move, live this life for Jesus. Every day, live this life for Jesus. Because if you don't do, the day death comes, where will you be? You hear all the good messages. Where will you go? This morning, I want for you to open up your heart. Know that even death could not hold the Lord. If even death could not hold him, when you die in him, no death will hold you in their grave. The day he shall come the Bible says, he will pick out first those who die in him and those that are living will be caught up and the Bible says we will all meet him in the sky hallelujah and when we meet him in the sky, we are going to a glorious land, a landfill a landfill with glory a landfill with mighty power a landfill with a glory a land that is beautiful Shall we be on our feet, please?